You're listening to Cougars and Coladas. Today on the pod, fall is Vata season. It's why we're crazy and probably why you're crazy too. Laura is relocating and the debut of our new segment, What's in Your Colada? Good morning, Laura. We're recording this podcast. It's not really bright and early. I feel like it's about 5 a.m., but it's almost 8 a.m. And it is my first day of fun employment for the next like two weeks. <laughs> Woo! Woo! Laura is relocating. I am. I'm making the trek back north, back to back to the Big Apple. Nobody calls it the Big Apple, Laura. <laughs> I know. I actually made a reference to the Big Apple in my like high team I'm leaving email a couple weeks ago and somebody like emailed me back and they were like, if you don't capitalize Big Apple, you're going to be deported to New Jersey. I was like, excuse me, what? <laughs> I was like, um, thank you for the correction. I'll never make it again. And uh, I'm still leaving. Bye. <laughs> So anyway, this is Cougars and Coladas, your friendly neighborhood Ayurveda podcast. I'm Mel. And I'm Laura. And we're your hosts. And we're both really super out of it today. So, and I think this whole week. So I think we're going to dive in and talk about the doshas, why we're out of it, and maybe things we can implement to pull ourselves back together. Yeah. Do you want to kick us off with how's your, how has your week been, Laura? I don't know, Melanie. I don't know what day it is. <laughs> I don't know where I am. I don't know who I am. I like don't know what's Dude, happening. Dude, it's the worst when you don't know who you are. I feel like I you have those days. It's really hard. So I've been, I'm currently in Washington, D.C. That is, I believe, I've been here for maybe 36 hours and I am leaving again later this afternoon. I was in New York for like the week and a half before that. I went to New York right before Labor Day. I left for Pennsylvania on last Saturday morning. I ran a marathon in the rain on Sunday. Then I went back to New York. Then I came back to DC. I'm leaving again. I'll be back in like five days. And then I'm here for another like five days. And then I move. Where are you leaving for today? Today, I am flying to Boston and spending the weekend on Cape Cod. Um, some friends of ours from Muhlenberg have a house up there. So we've had this in the works for months. So I'm like, all of these things that are happening are really good and really exciting. But I'm like, at this, I feel like what I'm struggling with now is like, I can't, I'm not in any moment because I'm just like, there's so much happening so quickly that it's like, okay, we did this check. Like what's next? Okay. Did this check? Like what's next? Like I finished. So the marathon was like time wise, definitely like it was my fastest race, which was awesome. Cause the terrain was like, yeah, it was, I was really excited, but I was like, I don't know how I pulled that off because like it was raining. The course was super muddy. It was also rocky. So I'm like hobbling around and like trying not to face plant because we were on like a canal towpath. So like if you fall, like you're essentially going into the water and there's no, there was like limited first aid. So it was kind of like survival of the like fittest. Extreme like, marathoning. <laughs> extreme marathoning in the Lehigh Valley. <laughs> <laughs> Woohoo! <laughs> and, 
It's probably like the least extreme place in the world. No, it, it was flat. It was not extreme whatsoever. Um, but for me, who I'm like used to running on like roads, it was like, well, this is different. And towards the end of the race, like I was running really strong. Like I felt really good. I was just kind of like, okay, I just kind of got to power through this, which is kind of how I feel like with every marathon. But my like IT band started acting up and I was getting these like sharp pains in my knee. So then I was like, ah, crap. And it was... I had to like stop and walk a lot for the last six miles. So the fact that I like actually PR'd is like pretty impressive, but I basically like crossed the finish line and my boyfriend was like so excited because he like saw that I like PR'd and I mean, he's like fantastic when it comes to like, he was driving around, like finding me and cheering me on and and taking pictures. Is he like timing you? Does he have like a stopwatch that he uses to time you or he was just looking at something legit? Um, (laughs) I would find that hilarious. (laughs) I haven't gotten him a stopwatch, but maybe I should do that. I don't know what he would do with it, but I'm sure he would have fun. The, the marathon he would has- just he would just follow you around and check the time on the on the stopwatch as as you pass him. You know? Well, maybe he's keeping maybe, the he's keeping the real time. The you know, never time. mind the race clock. <laughs> well, Mel, the next race I do, I'll do it in New York and you and Dave can chase me around with the stopwatch and yes oh my god I can make another sign it'll be great yes the last time I saw Laura Laura ran the New York City Marathon when was that like 2015 or something yeah it was 2015 yeah Laura ran the New York City Marathon in 2015 and she ran the race takes you through Williamsburg which is where my boyfriend at the time was living so we went out to see Laura and I was like I can't go outside without making a great sign so I made a sign and Williamsburg is at about um it was like the it was like the 10th mile or something or it was like the the 10th and 11th miles Mm -hmm. and so I made a sign that said you're almost at the end and then I put in parentheses of the 11th mile and it was a really it was very successful people were laughing who were like standing around they were like wow you are an asshole and I was like yeah yes I am (laughs) that's the thing so my my older brother ran the New York City Marathon in like 2007 and he I didn't know a ton about marathons when I like first signed up for them and I was talking to him about it and he was like the worst people are the ones that tell you that you're almost there and he was like don't fucking tell me I'm almost there and tell him at like mile (laughs) 26.1 like and it's so true it's like screw you but I I have to say as a runner like you really do appreciate the funny signs especially a race like New New York where for me like New York is like an experience race it's not and it's also a really hard course so, like yes people can run like a PR a personal record or a personal best or whatever on the course but it's like the people watching of the race is like a reason to do it in itself so I don't know it was a lot of I fun. can imagine that that's true yeah yeah we'll uh We'll do the next one. Give me enough heads up so that I have time to like really get crafty with the sign. Yeah. Well, training takes like four to six months, so I'll let you know. <laughs> All right, great. Sounds <laughs> excellent. But anyway, so what I um I like crossed the finish line and it was of uh, this last race and it was great. And I was like, Okay, what do I do now? And he was like, Dave looks at me and he's like, Really? You just ran a marathon? And I was like, Yeah, but I blacked out already. I don't remember what happened. Like I'm done. Like let's <laughs> like let's go. <laughs> He was like, wow. So I feel like that's kind of how I've been. Like, I think it's all going to hit me like once I actually move and like once I'm like settled in and like right now my room 
I'm usually a pretty like neat person, but like my room looks like a bomb went off. Like I have like three different suitcases open, like clothes all over my bed. Dude, welcome like, to my whole again. life. <laughs> and I feel that when my space is really messy, like I've only slept in my bed for like last night and the night before. But like because my room is messy, like I wake up with like I like my, my sleep is very stressful. So I've noticed that when my like space is really messy, I don't sleep very well because I just like wake up really stressed out. And then I wake up like, okay, I have to like get up and I have to do this and I have to do that and I have to do and it's like nutty. Yeah, that's your vata. So like today, (laughs) oh my God. Oh my God. My skin is like flaking off. Like, no, it's like, it is real. The vata is real this morning. And you know, you got to be careful because it's vata season too. You know, all that shit can get way out of balance. I know it's early, so... It's early in Vata yeah. season. And Vata season, by the way, is exactly what we're going through right now. It's like early September going into the early fall. It's starting to get a little cooler, starting to get a little breezier. You may be feeling a little bit more scattered and crazy than usual. And that's because this time of year is governed by the Vata dosha. You know, same as people, seasons have doshas too. So this happens to be vata season, but we've also got pitta season, which is over the summer. So think you're like really June, July, August, super hot months. Kapha rules over the winter. It's cooler, heavier, damper. Things slow down a little bit. And then your vata comes back again in the spring. So think of your vata seasons as your transitional seasons between the two extremes of pitta and kapha. It's it's real though. Like I need to do some like sun salutations like, like after this or something. Like I went to reheat my coffee this morning mm. because... I was taking too long to drink it and I almost put my glass of water in the microwave and I was like this isn't this isn't what I'm supposed to be doing that's not right (laughs) it's like this isn't this isn't how this should work so that's where I'm at how are you (laughs) I actually so my week is I don't even know what I've been doing this week what have I been doing this week My job has been super crazy the last few weeks, so I'm, you know, because I'm a masochist, I always have to do, like, so many things at one time. You know, I can't just, like, have a job and then come home and, like, sit and read or something. I have to, like, do all of these other things. So I... I put out this lit magazine a little while ago, just like a little anthology that I thought was going to be super easy to do. And it ended up taking me like seven months to do. Yeah, you've been working on that for a while. Yeah. And then I thought once I released it that like all the work would be done, but that's not really the case. So I like still have to do, I'm dealing with an issue with the printer for the hard copies that's like being super annoying. So that's fun. Or something. I don't really know what the goal is. I'm just kind of like flailing around trying to figure it out as I go, which is also another thing, but it tends to be like a theme in my life. I decide that I'm going to do something and then I just do it without like thinking about how I should do it or what the steps are going to be to actually accomplish something or even really what I want to accomplish with it. I kind of just go into it and, you know, like this podcast, I'm just building the plane as we fly it, you know? Well, I feel like anything that you read about, like, I don't know, I feel like there's all these blogs and these articles out there about how you should, like, start things 
before even really thinking about them because if you start thinking about them too much you can get caught in the cycle of like being afraid and not actually Mm -hmm. doing it and I feel like I'm more that person where I have these ideas and I don't do anything with them whereas you're like I have this idea and like this is what I'm gonna do and I'm just gonna like jump in and see what happens which is like I don't know and yeah, I guess I guess it is a good thing. And I do know I do know what you're thinking about in terms of like overthinking things, because that definitely is something that afflicts me as well. If I get too if I get too into like the thought process of things, like I just won't do it because I'll be like, oh, my God, there's too much stuff to think about. And like I already have a, a bunch of stuff to think about. So like, no, thanks. But if I just start it, then I, I don't even realize it until I'm all the way in. And then, you know. And then I have a crazy week where I can't figure out which day is which. I actually woke up yesterday and I thought it was Thursday. And I was like really excited about it. And then I realized that it was not Thursday, but only Wednesday. Wednesdays are rough. Thursdays are, I think, one of my favorite days. Wednesdays are brutal. I teach on Thursday nights and I also teach on Friday mornings. So for me, like waking up on a Thursday is like it starts this whole thing where I just like don't really have any time to rest because I... Obviously, I get up on Thursday and I go to work and then I go straight from work to teach my class at 630 and it takes me like a half hour to get back here. So I'm home by like 830, 845, sometimes later if I decide to like do some cardio after my class. So then Mm -hmm. I like go to bed by 10. So by the time I get back here, I only have like an hour or something to like eat something and like decompress before I go to sleep. And then I have to get up at five to go all the way to the opposite end of the world to teach my Friday morning class, which starts at 630 a.m. And then I have to go straight to work from there. So it's like the morning on Thursday until the end of the day on Friday is like a mini a mini marathon for me every week. Yeah, that's um, a lot. But this morning, this whole week, I've been way oversleeping. And I, I don't really know what it is. I don't really know why. Um, I feel like maybe it's are, just are like you coming like not back. setting an alarm? No, my alarm is still like the same as it was. It's like I wake up to my alarm at like 5.50 or 6 o'clock or like whenever it is. And then I turn it off and I like in my mind, I'm like, oh, I'm getting up. And then I just don't. And I like fall asleep for another like hour or so. And I feel as though it might be because I'm still technically like coming back from pneumonia. Like I always like to the second I feel better, I want to throw myself back into everything I've been doing. And I feel like the reality is that I can't do that 100% like right away. So I think it might be catching up with me that like the last couple of weeks I've trying to been kind of been trying to like, you know, get right back into all my like insanity and not actually ease back in the way that I should. I did like one week where I did like half days at work, and then I was like, no, I'm great now. Everything's fine. I'm back. (laughs) I'm back. Yeah. Yeah, which I I don't necessarily think is the case, and I think maybe that's why I've been so tired lately. Plus all this rain we've been having in New York has been like a a real downer, you know? Yeah. So... That's fun. I hear you. I like feel like emotionally I'm and like mentally I like really need to go for a run, but like my mm-hmm. body is like a hundred percent not ready for that. So I'm like, I yeah. need to go for a walk because I need to do something. Like yesterday I, I was I don't know, I feel like 
I had a ton of just nervous and excited energy because it was my last day in the office and I was also Mm -hmm. overly caffeinated. So I was like flying for most of the day. But like on a normal day, I would just I would have gone for a run and I probably would have been okay. But the fact that I'm like I'm take I like need to take several a couple of days off, especially because I like got hurt in the middle of the race. I'm like, I don't know what to do. Like I did like some yoga yesterday and I'll do that later today. But I don't know maybe i'll work up to like a bar class this weekend or something but i definitely hear you and i feel like it's because again it's like because you're out of your routine like things just get fucking crazy when you like stop doing your morning routine you know i hate yeah. to harp on it because we talked about it the last two episodes but it really is so important Preach. yeah and like yesterday i didn't get to do my morning routine and my whole day was thrown off you know yeah. today i just woke up like with my anxiety at a high level because like my room was a hot mess and then I like started to do my morning routine and then I was like I don't know what's happening like I don't know then my water almost went in the microwave and then I was like I'm just gonna like pack so I like unpacked my suitcase refolded my clothes I had done laundry so I was like folding my laundry and the actual like folding of the laundry calmed me down a little bit because it's such like a monotonous thing so that made me feel like a little bit better I've like no idea what the hell I packed I hope it's for the right season they didn't pack for the right season last time I left so well who knows what the seasons are anymore I know know? and we're like going up to like the cape so I'm I mean like I feel like it's always colder up there so I brought more like fall clothes but then Mm -hmm. I don't know I don't know who knows yeah but I think fall clothes are probably a good choice that's like kind of oh yesterday was sort of weird because it was like hot but it was like rainy and also cool. it was like muggy but it was like cool but the temperature yeah. was high I, don't know, I was, it was in like a very windowless strange. conference room all day I have no idea what happened yesterday that sounds awesome yeah like, so much fun my office was like that it's like most of the conference rooms like where I sat I couldn't I like didn't see a window and then so I was always like just kind of felt like I was in a cave and then a lot of the conference rooms mm-hmm. don't have windows either so it's like you just don't get natural light unless you like go outside. It's like, oh, the sun the sun yeah, was out for most of the day. That's, that's interesting. That's bad. You're like, oh, air, daylight. It's blinding what me. Is this? And then of course when we left, um, my team did like a goodbye happy hour for me, which was really nice. Um, and it was like starting to get really cloudy and then started like torrentially downpouring. And I was like, Oh, weather, cool. Did you enjoy your your happy hour, your goodbye happy hour. Were there tears? There were no tears. No, it was like, it was really nice. I really enjoyed my team. I'm just like ready for something new. And a lot of them like also go up to New York a lot. So it's kind of like, all right, well, I'll see you in the city (laughs) (laughs) kind of, kind of thing. Um, But no, it was really, it was really nice. But again, like what I was saying earlier, like I'm in such a place of, okay, just do this. And then this is what's next. And then this is what you have after that, where I felt like I wasn't really in the moment. Like I had fun, but I don't think it's going to hit me that I'm not either not there anymore or not working with them anymore until I'm like moved in and kind of settled more in, in New York. Yeah. Um, but at the same time, I've been like really ready to leave for a long time. So I've kind of made peace with it. I wasn't when I left my last job, I was a little, I had made peace with the fact that I was leaving, but And I was excited about, you know, going to the job that I had just left. But it was, I don't know, it was like my first like 
career move and it would I had a little bit of a harder time leaving that job than I think I did leaving this one yeah that makes Um, sense I mean that was like your yeah yeah, that was like your first job too right like out of school Mm -hmm. so yeah it makes sense that it's like a little bit emotional yeah and I think because for the people that don't know I um, had been working on the Affordable Care Act and it's going through a lot of changes so I feel that I've gone through a lot of the emotion of it since like for the last like year and a half so now it's kind of like okay like I've made peace that I've like done what I think I can do there for right now and I'm gonna go and try something else and see and you know see how that goes so new beginnings necessarily sad yeah yeah now I just I'm, I'm sitting in my apartment and I just look around at all the shit that I have to move. I'm like, God damn it! <laughs> all good things, you know. Yeah. And you'll get it's there, all good things. I say as I stare yeah. at the mess that is my apartment. Where in my head I'm gonna clean it every day, but like in reality, probably not. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We've kind of acknowledged that we're both flying around like crazy people. Mm-hmm. And then it's also Vada season. So maybe what are some things that we can do? Because um, I'm sure we're not the only people that kind of feel this way from time to time. Oh, so yeah. what are things other than our morning routine that we can do to kind of balance out this like frantic, very airy, flighty energy that has us? oversleeping and putting our water glass in the microwave (laughs) and like walking into a room and forgetting why we walked in there and just kind of being space cases. Personally, I like to really, if I'm feeling super Vata, I like to get a nice bowl of ramen like for lunch or dinner because I feel like the broth is so hearty and like the noodles are kind of complicated. So you have to like slow down a little bit to eat it and it's like warm and it's very very filling and I feel like that really helps to ground me if I'm feeling like at least in my body if I'm feeling like twitchy or jittery like similarly to Laura I also was over caffeinated yesterday and was like jumping around and like like an insane person at work I got a bowl of ramen for lunch and then I just like felt so much better afterwards because it was sort of like soothing and calming it was like a little mini I guess it was like a little mini sick day in the middle of my day and then I came back like refreshed (laughs) That's awesome. Yeah, I made I came back. I'm trying to eat all of the food that's in my freezer and in my cabinet so I don't have to uh-huh. move it um, or waste it. Um, and I made like just a vegetable uh, coconut milk curry. And I brought that to work yesterday. But it was and it, it was grounding. I definitely didn't bring enough of it because I was still hungry. Um, but I also have noticed that even like to your point about the ramen forcing you to slow down I was so flighty that even though I had this grounding nourishing meal it definitely cooled calmed me down and balanced the vata out a little bit but I definitely could have been in a better headspace before going in to eat because I think it was definitely vata balancing as a meal but because I was still like so flighty and so just like I have 10 minutes to eat I need to like get this in and then go it wasn't as grounding as it could have been but 
it was good. But I think the the food thing is something that one of that I find really interesting about Ayurveda that it that you there are certain meals and certain types of foods that you can eat when you're feeling super flighty that really like once you have them you actually do feel more grounded and you do feel better and to me that's that's so crazy and for me like a curry is that kind of that kind of meal yeah the um and what's really another point about um food in general in ayurveda is ayurvedic principle tells us that we should really dedicate our time to food so many of us and I definitely do this too eat on the go you know I eat while I'm working or I like grab something out of the fridge for breakfast and I you know have it on my way to work or right when I get to work like when I come home to eat dinner I'm usually doing something else while I'm eating I'm reading I'm working on something else I'm like watching something on tv And Ayurveda tells us that we really should sit down and dedicate our attention to our food as well as our time, you know, because food really is medicine for anything that's ailing us. You know, that's one of the principles of of Ayurveda. And it's important to really focus on your food, you know, focus on what you're eating, Um, which again is like one of the reasons that I like ramen. You can't eat ramen like absentmindedly. Like you just need to, you need to sit there and you need to focus and you need to know what you're doing because otherwise... It's going to get all over the place, but also if, you know, it forces you to like take a little break. I think, and I think food is an important and often, you know, overlooked piece of the puzzle. Mm -hmm. I think in some cases it can be a solution to certain issues, but I think it's also important to recognize that, you know, in a lot of cases it's, it's a piece of Mm -hmm. the puzzle. It's not kind of the whole picture and the whole puzzle. Right. I mean, you're, the things that you eat, I think tend to soothe the the body more than the mind. You know, I was kind of like jittery and twitchy mm-hmm. and having that really grounding meal calmed my body. But for for my mind, I really think that, you know, and it sounds weird because obviously exercise is for the body too, but I kind of think that exercise um, you know, yoga and anything else that I do is really for my mind. You know, getting moving for me really clears out my mind and like lets me calm down a lot. And, you know, Mm -hmm. plus obviously your body feels good afterwards. But I think that the act of doing something physically can really help to to soothe any like craziness that you feel in your mind, like the way that, you know, folding laundry helped you calm down this morning. A lot of times people when they, you know, are at work and they get really heated, they're like, I just need to go for a Uh walk. But it's that art of like stepping Mm -hmm. away and also moving the body that I think really speaks to your point that it even if you're not thinking of it in a context of Ayurveda it's kind you know it's another way to say like these principles are principles are already kind of woven into our daily lives and our like existing practices but Ayurveda is a way to kind of understand them a little bit further and um, take them a little bit deeper oh yeah for sure I mean we're not saying anything new here people we're just we're just reframing it you know reframe it talk about a a buzzword well all this talk of food has made me want my breakfast yeah i know i'm uh i'm just drinking (laughs) my coffee right now and i feel as though now i need to like have a legit breakfast and the fact that i don't have any food in my apartment is sort of putting a damper on that should we should we close up with what's in our coladas this week 
Yeah. What's in your colada, Mel? So maybe we should explain it first. Yeah. Do you want to explain it? No, because I forgot. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) So we're doing this new thing, you guys, where uh, after at the end of every episode, we are going to ask each other, what's in our colada? this week you know what's the particular blend of things that we're feeling this week to sort of like get us through the day or you know to treat ourselves or basically anything what's in your colada this week laura what's in my colada this week well since i am all over the place not to you know beat a dead horse or whatever that analogy is um i think I've been focusing on getting some similar foods into my into my diet. I've been feeling more, um, you know, and in the spirit of Rosh Hashanah, like that the apples and the cinnamon. So I've been. Doing I love a that lot you brought like, up the spirit of Rosh Hashanah when I'm the Jewish one. It's hilarious. <laughs> I know, but I'm serious because I, you know, if my I usually have oatmeal for breakfast and I'll change it up with like berries or whatever fruit I have. But lately, I've been really into the like doing the cinnamon and the apples and walnuts in the oatmeal because the the combination of the apples and the cinnamon has been super grounding for me. Yeah. And I think, you know, the cin- finding stuff with cinnamon in it is also really easy to do kind of wherever you are. Yeah, definitely. Cinnamon is really nice and warming as well as grounding. Mm-hmm. So really good for um, vata and all that stuff. What's in your colada, Mel? In my colada this week, I, I guess I have a couple of things in my colada. Um, first thing that's in my colada that I really am excited about is prenatal vitamins. I don't know if you have ever taken prenatal vitamins. Um, and shout out to Cassie Perinati, who I ran into at a bridal shower a couple of weeks ago, who told me about this because her hair and her skin look fucking fantastic. And she's like, I've been taking prenatal vitamins. And everybody kind of like looked at her and she's like, I'm serious. It's basically like a really good multivitamin. I mean, they give them to obviously pregnant women for fetal health and for the health of your body while you are supporting a pregnancy. But you obviously don't need to be pregnant to you know, make use of all the stuff that's in the prenatal vitamins. It's like fish oil, it's calcium, it's vitamin D. There's like all this, you know, really good stuff in there. So after I talked to her, I went out and I got some prenatal vitamins and I feel like my hair looks really good the last couple of weeks. So awesome. I've actually heard that before. Yeah. um, Somebody else. But yeah, You'll have to let me know which one you're taking because I feel like I could use a multivitamin because my skin is losing its shit again. Yeah, I mean, I feel I feel really good, you know, besides the the extra sleeping. And I don't know if the two are linked together. That's TBD. I will conduct my own research study on that. But yeah, so prenatal vitamins are the first thing that's that's in my colada this week. And I think the second thing that's in my colada this week is just like jokes, man. Like, I feel like just just funny, (laughs) just like funny shit, you know, really gets you through the day or the hour or like the week. You know, if you can just like laugh at something, I feel like it's so much better for you. Agree. So that's what's in my colada this week. That sounds it sounds like you've got like a, a really cool colada going on over there. Yeah, you know, jokes and prenatal vitamins. It's like what else could you the, need? I just need like a like a spicy salt rim, and like I'm good to go. You know, mm, some flair. Does that close it up? I think so. We'll talk to you in two weeks, guys.
Maybe from my new apartment. Who knows where? Maybe we'll be in person be. next time, and and the FaceTime audio won't cut out every once in a while. So I just have to be like, oh yeah, because I don't know what you're saying. <laughs> oh good, I'm not the only one. Who has to do that. <laughs> well, all right, baby okay. cougars. Thanks for listening. Peace As out. usual, find us on Instagram. Email us rar at cougarsandcoladas.com. It would help if I could say the name of our podcast. R-A-W-R at cougarsandcoladas.com. Yep, that is us. And oh yeah, our dosha quiz is going to be up on the site. So check out cougarsandcoladas.com and check out our dosha quiz. It's super fun. So you can kind of find out what what dosha you are in uh, the context of our Cougars and Coladas universe. Okay, bye. <laughs> if you're enjoying Cougars and Coladas, find us on iTunes, subscribe, and leave us a review. Show us you love us. Bye. <laughs>